Hello, everybody. It's He Yang. Roundtable is thrilled to launch the UniTalk Challenge: Rising Stars of Roundtable. If you like the show and enjoy our discussions, why not take the stage yourself? Calling all university students, both undergraduates and postgrads, to engage in an English discussion on a topic that ignites your passion. Record your discussion, which consists more than one person, and send it to us at ezfmroundtable at foxmail.com. You could be the next rising star of Roundtable. An incredible opportunity awaits, so seize the moment. Discussion keeps the world turning. This is Roundtable. You're listening to Roundtable. I'm Lai Ming, joined by Niu Hongling and Yu Shun. Coming up, media outlets and internet users in China have engaged in a public debate about pre-cooked dishes, which had been the latest game changer in the catering industry. What has caused a general uproar about kids having pre-cooked meals every day on campus? And in our weekly Motivational Monday segment, we shall each share a quote which gives us the inspiration to go about the businesses of a seven-day work week. This week in particular, <laughs> and I'm sure you've heard the opening、um, promo uh, just uh, at the first ha- at the beginning of this half, and that is we are starting our Uni Talk campaign, and、uh, the first leg of our campaign will happen in BFSU, Beijing Foreign Studies University in Beijing. And、uh, I'm sure you get all the information.、Uh, we hope you can. Get involved by joining in and share your voices, and perhaps you will be the new voice on Roundtable. So pay attention to our event on Wednesday. And now on Roundtable, the issue of pre-cooked meals. Let's first get an update on the latest developments. What's the? What are people talking about lately about pre-cooked dishes and entering the school campus? Yes, recently some parents have voiced concerns on. Kind of a short video platform expressing their belief that the school lunches their children are provided with consist of pre-cooked meals. They are worried that long-term consumption of such meals might have adverse af- effects on their children's health. This has sparked a discussion about whether pre-cooked meals should be allowed in schools. Some individuals argue for increased regulation and transparency on these kind of pre-cooked meals, while Some parents believe that the whole idea is based on, you know, the the assumption of pre-cooked meals can be acceptable, whereas they believe that it should not be allowed in school at all in the first place, and that has become a conflict point. This is really interesting that we are having this conversation. I remember more than twenty years ago when I was a kid and going to primary and secondary school, I used to go back home to my、mm-hmm. grandpa's to have lunch. So、uh, lunch box or any. Catering in, on campus shouldn't be an issue. I mean, I think this may still be the case for a lot of people, a lot of students、uh, going to school in smaller cities in in Be- in China. But、uh, again, I mean, in in big cities, metropolitan cities, Beijing, Shanghai. I mean.、Uh, No parents or almost no family can afford to have somebody at home and cooking for them because commute could be an issue.、Uh, even as students are required to attend a school very close to their own homes, I mean, commute would be an issue. Whether there's anybody picking them up、uh, from the campus, that's another issue. As such, 
school canteen, school meals uh, has been a solution. And uh, as we urbanize furthermore, uh, this would be more common, uh, more and more common, in fact. But previously, I do feel like school canteen can be such a great place. I mean, you get to Have eat. Have you been to a school canteen? <laughs> That's the thing. You, you There's always this kind of tales between uh, friends from different schools. You say, which all oh, your school canteen is really good. I like mm. the I like the fried chicken there. And they say, oh. no, your school, I think your school canteen is better. And they, there's always the saying of, you know, uh, for this school, you've got the best um, English teacher for that school. You've got the hottest boys, and that school has the best canteen. It's oh. a, it's a thing. It's a brand. It's a signature for that school. It could be. And I do remember uh, when I was a kid. After at the very last class of maybe in the morning, and sure. at the very last 10 minutes and everyone's like you their their hearts and minds are not in the classroom anymore it's floating outside of the classroom and they're thinking about how to quickly pack their bags and rush to the canteen and snatch the best food that they want they desire that was a very lovely memory of mine and i am quite sad to see um these pre-cooked food if they're not tasty and not you know up to standard hogging the canteen windows and leaving no space for the freshly made very tasty and healthy ones mm, you're the lucky one I, I can tell from your memory <laughs> that you only had good experiences dealing with the canteen I for one do not have very good memories about school canteen even though I travel back home uh, for lunch at my grandpa's I occasionally I had to uh, uh, get by at the school canteen and I have to say uh, they're not good even though there are chefs cooking uh, at the canteen um, the the meals are not good there's very little protein and uh, for the veggies you often find um, well extra protein in the form of worms you know so uh, <laughs> hygiene you know hygiene could be an issue um, and also that's the thing there is a term in the chinese language da guo fan, big pot meal that is when you cook with a really huge pot it, i mean it's fine if you're cooking for five people or ten people but if you're cooking for 50 or 100 you have you to need use a spade. this yeah and also that huge pot means that you lose the sense of how much ingredient what's the ritual of the ingredients of the seasoning you just don't have well that is a special ability for a certain specialized chef it's a school there should be math teachers that they can consult that's what they but they don't sometimes that's what they do but still it's hard to have this delicate taste which is why at the very beginning when it comes to pre-cooked meal i was like quite acceptable to those pre-cooked meals even because as you I had feel, good memories about uh, school canteen the thing is you feel like for the pre-cooked meal factories they have a special chef taking care of the portion of each ingredient of robotics? the taste I mean, really good chefs doing the research and doing the experiment of to those To tell meals. the robots what to cook. To tell the robots what to cook and to give um, one third of egg and one third of, I don't know, uh, potato and also one third of pepper. So you have a really good let's say, um, quality. Uh, yeah, good quality of the formula. So the taste of the pre-cooked meal is supposed to be much more controllable and up mm. to standard. Mm -hmm. Right, and that is also the point that these pre-cooked factories or companies are saying is that they may have better calculation on, on 
what nutrition. kind of nutrition they have, and on what kind of、um, ingredients and、um, dressing that would that they would put in the all of these dishes. And、um, I think that is also the point that the parents are concerning because it's not you know actually very transparent. To these parents, and they would like、mm. to know what their children have eaten, and they would like to know where are these ingredients from, and、um, and I think that is why these parents are very angry about this because、um, actually th- it is precooked, and what they got is actually something that they got in the dish, and、um, they are not informed beforehand. So Basically, that is the conflict point of this event. What did they want to know? I mean, what did they know previously? I think、um, for a lot of、uh, for a lot of schools, for a lot of school cafeterias, they already were running a form of, let's say,、uh, catering or or a business like、uh, from central kitchens. I think that is exactly the problem for、um, a scenery, for a situation in school. Teachers, well, not even teachers. I think it's only the school controlling what's in the canteen. So parents and students have really little say. They can only see the menu、um, every day and then、mm. know what's going to be in their dish at noon. Which is why, if the school is to make any decision about changing, for example, changing where the Food or the ingredient are from, or changing the format from a、uh, cooked on site kind of format to a pre-cooked format, they should disclose the information to parents、right. so that the parents can collectively make a decision or at least submit some kind of advice to the school because they don't really have a lot of say when it comes to day-to-day menu. So they should have a say when it comes. I feel to we are straying off topic from、uh, pre-cooked dishes、uh, to perhaps the way schools are managed. I mean, for <laughs> for some schools, I mean, I'm sure there are parents committee uh, that uh, a select members of the parents can、uh, join the committee and and partaking decision making process alongside with the school. I mean, I I wouldn't say the school controls everything.、Oh, the the students、too. have access to in terms of food. I mean, that that's not exactly. True, but then again, I, I'm sure in some cases parents do have that、uh, concern, when, especially when there isn't such an organization as the parents committee. So that, but but then again, this is an issue of the way schools are managed,、mm-hmm. the way decisions are made on campus. This obviously. Counts into some of the concerns parents have, but it's not the issue, not the end of the problem with pertaining to pre-cooked dishes. I mean, what are other concerns that parents have? Also, I think is the responsibility. Parents believe that if the school prepares the meals for themselves for kids, they can directly approach the school if there are any issues, right? However, when pre-cooked meals are used,、um, you know, tracing back the responsibility may involve multiple. Parties, because some of these pre-cooked, I would say packages are made of different companies, and they are purchased by schools or maybe even higher organizations. So, it's it's making it difficult to hold anyone accountable, so that parents cannot find exactly the one to complain about if there are some issues of it. And also, more importantly, is that、uh, there are concerns about the freshness of the dishes in、mm. pre-cooked. Meals. Parents worry that the lack of, you know, freshness or or excessive additives in the dishes may have an impact on their children, and I think that is,、um, I think the main concern of parents. Because okay, if 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 these pre-cooked or even pre-packaged meals are sold in the market, I then I think 
um, there are some you know certificates of these companies. So uh, at least it should be safe. But if it's um, nutritious enough or if it's fresh enough, that is a question mark for the parents. Well, there's there's also the issue of of freshness. How do you define it? I mean, when when you say pre cooked, what do you mean pre cooked? What do you mean by pre cooked? I mean, do you mean as pre it was cooked a week ago, a month ago, or what do you mean it was cooked just in the morning and then sent to your to the canteen to the campus? You know? Well, actually, really, that that if we if we if we, if we are not clear on this, then. Uh, parents and schools are probably arguing about uh, two different things. Well, actually, I feel like it's more complicated than we imagine in the very first place because there are different types of so-called pre-cooked food. Uh, we have the ready-to-eat instant food. That's right. one type of pre-cooked food. You eat, for example, sausage uh, or some, let's say... Um, ham. Ham, yeah. That's Bacon. Yeah, it's just ready-to-eat instant food. And there's right. also instant heat foods. So you use your microwave to heat the food, and then you'll be able to have it. It can mm. be rice, it can be noodles, anything, actually. These have become increasingly more popular as we see people on store. trains consuming them. Yes, and also in convenience stores, you can get one and get a fry rice and heat it, and you can eat it. That's another kind of pre-cooked food or instant heat food. And there's also instant cooking foods. That is, you get the package, you get the food um, with simple cooking. You heat it or you boil it or you fry it. You basically have all the ingredients pre-processed, but you still mm. have to cook it. I feel like some schools are using these kind of pre-cooked food. Uh, and the other one, the last one, is the one that I can totally accept. That is some meal kits. So they consist proportioned uh, portioned ingredients like vegetables and meat and they again would process it so you can stir you can um, pan you, you can use all your cooking skills without worrying about not making it tasty enough mm -hmm. so the extent of pre-cookedness uh, yes, sh exactly. uh, should be uh, a part of the debate in fact not to mess up with all the debate I mean uh, we know to pre-cooked dishes at all or this what what extent of precookedness are, are we, we ready about? to are we talking yes. about are, as an issue? Where do we draw the line, basically? Mm -hmm. For certain precooked dishes that are very popular for adults or for food ordering uh, platforms, I mean, certainly uh, parents Fried have a reason chicken. to parents have a reason to fear because yes. there, there's additives, there's a heavy amount of sugar and then salt and then oil, and then uh, maybe the nutrition value isn't that good. I mean, even though there's enough protein and grease and then what is it, the fiber, um, but there isn't enough freshness, I mean, uh, live, live nutrition's in there. So um, that that's uh, very fair to, to be uh, worried about. And also then, again, what about the cleanliness on the side of the businesses that are providing this I mean there is a good point that they're making and that is they are making it very easy to be supervised because everything is centralized mm. right that from a central kitchen and then uh, the authorities will only have to keep their close eyes on them rather than very uh, close eyes on let's say the canteens and we know there have been many reports about uh, school canteens and, and cooks and being very 
sloppy about the hygiene in the school cafeteria. I mean, that's an issue as well. Totally, and that is why, actually, personally, I feel like if the pre-food, pre-cooked food are just entering, for example, half of the canteen, just、mm-hmm. occupying、Become、one or option, one or two windows, exactly, adding options for the students if they are in a rush, if they do not want to wait, they can just go to the pre-cooked food window to purchase some cheaper and actually. I would say definitely safe kind of pre-cooked food. That is no problem. But if you are deprive the students of the option of being able to eat, you know, slightly more expensive but cooked on spot kind of food, I would say it's definitely not okay. And that's why、um, initially I thought, you know,、um, pre-cooked people don't hate pre-cooked meals.、Um, in fact, I myself have purchased pre. Even packaged meals. You had it at lunch. Before <laughs> <laughs> we、uh, saw you had it. <laughs> the, even the one you know that that kind of thing that、um, pre-frozen meals that you can order online and you received it and you microwave it and you can have it.、Um, ha- They're not like, horrible. Like a, I tried yeah, it too. Like a dish that was quite similar to freshly prepared ones. This is undoubtedly, I think. A very convenient option, and I believe what people dislike is when something is marketed as freshly made or freshly cooked, but it actually is some kind of cheap, convenience、uh, food packages. And these pack, you know, you know packaged、uh, food might have use、um, ingredients that lack proper safety packaging or hygiene condition, which raises concerns about the quality of pre-cooked meals. All right. So,、um, and then I think there are different arrangements、uh, for different schools. Perhaps、uh, this school is well,、um, well staffed, and also、uh, there's plenty of students. Then it makes perhaps economic sense for them to have a canteen of their own, and then do、uh, fresh procurement of、uh, veggies and other、uh, cooking ing- ingredients to have it cooked on campus. But for perhaps、uh, smaller schools and、uh, That are understaffed, and、uh, they have to quickly prepare lunch for、uh, a large number of students. Then that would be an issue. Perhaps they should turn to some form of central kitchen or pre-cooked dishes. And and really, different arrangements will have different setbacks. I mean, the issue of hygiene at the canteen or in the kitchen would be. Uh, a, a concern should be a concern for parents as well, and then the issue of、uh, ingredients, of nutrition, of、uh, health, of the nutrition needs of of students、uh, as they are still growing and maturing, is another concern. So I I really think it's important for. Um, the schools to be, and and also parents to be really flexible about it, and and also it's important to have a venue of discussion and and, and decision making for them to sort out the differences. Again,、uh, there's a、uh, this issue involves a lot of organizations, a lot of、uh, parties, and、uh, in fact, the Ministry of Education has come out to express their opinions on this as well. Yeah,、mm. they have actually responded to the concerns, saying that.、Um, Actually, they released statements vowing not to feed students ready-to-eat food, and some local bureaus promised that food served at local schools would be consumed in less than four hours after it's cooked. Hmm. So that's quite interesting, but this is not final. We know the market for pre-cooked dishes is growing, and、uh, II Media estimates the size of the pre-cooked dishes market、uh, will reach. 
420 billion yuan in the year 2022 and expected to, to reach, wow, let me see, there are so many zeros, 1,072 billion yuan in the year 2026. So uh, it's a growing market and people uh, and capital are in, uh, pouring into the industry and uh, it remains to be seen how to what extent the business will be regulated and to what extent people can have faith in this market and perhaps one day uh, parents and, and schools might feel safe to have children have access to pre-cooked dishes on campus. You're listening to Roundtable up next, Motivational Monday. Welcome back. <laughs> so uh, let's uh, pump some gas and pump some mojo and vibe into whoever is listening. Right. Um, this week, my quote from For Motivational Monday is a quote from Chinese philosopher Mengzi or oh, Mencius. Yes. I've been studying, huh? <laughs> <laughs> yes. So he was saying. If somebody is about to take great responsibilities, they must have gone through suffering both physically and mentally, and they will experience hunger and poverty. Their initial plans and actions will be disturbed, and through these, it tempers their unyielding character and enhances their abilities. And Mencius believes that throughout history, individuals entrusted with significant missions have often endured hardships and trials, and it is through these challenges and difficulties that they strengthen their willpower, resilience, and character, and laying the foundation for becoming outstanding individuals. And this statement serves as an inspiration to countless ambitious individuals facing adversity and um, praising their exceptional virtues and extraordinary inner strength. And it also comes to my mind when I saw these athletes on television or on or on the sports field striving and bringing you know glory to their countries they we should remember that um, behind those moments are countless hours of practicing and training allowing them to maintain their best form and achieve their peak performances so I think this quote also reminds us that while we admire the kind of splendid achievements of athletes, we should also appreciate the sweat and effort they have put in. Mm. These are symbols of uh, humanity's tenacity and resilience. I mean, we challenge ourselves, like we said earlier uh, during the topic about the Asian Games, we push our limits, we know our limits, but we keep pushing it, and, mm. and that's uh, really uh, the honorable thing to do. Totally, and I personally don't believe in uh, growing with hardships. I think you grow mm. because you respond to hardships, because of how you respond to hardships, how you respond to uh, problems and challenges. And like Yushun said, if you put on those, let's say, um, burdens on yourself, you want to grow. And yes, of course, you will meet certain problems, but that is how you grow. And that mm. is quite nice. And I should cut you off because I have a quote similar to that. Of oh, go Yushun. ahead. It's, uh, it's, it's, a, it's a stanza from a poem by Tang Dynasty Zen Buddhist Huang Bo, who uh, lived in the ninth century. And he said, without undergoing bitter cold, who, how can the plum blossom send forth its fragrance? 不经一番寒彻骨, 怎得梅花扑鼻香? 
So in the point, he described the challenges of overcoming our mundane concerns and said the only way to achieve that was to work hard and throw in all the strength we've got. He tried to give us hope by picturing the beautiful results if we carry on with our efforts. And that is, as long as we work hard and endure, we will see light at the end of the tunnel and reach our desirable results, just like the plum blossoms smelling so good after overcoming the bitter cold of winter. But then again, he's、um, he was a Zen Buddhist, so he said that、uh, he was saying something about overcoming our mundane,、mm. uh, our mundane concerns. But again, this applies to athletes and, and to everybody as well. If you want to be somewhere, if you want to be somebody, you have to go through the challenges. You have to endure the hardship. Much like uh, what uh, Mensha said about、uh, if you were to. Uh, uh, Pick up a, a, a very challenging task. You must have gone through all the challenges and proved your, proved yourself to be worthy of that task. Oh,、mm. it seems that we're on a theme here today. Actually, my quote is, of course, also have something to do with the Asian Games、um, that has just concluded.、Um, I don't know if you guys noticed there was this dramatic moment on the roller skating track. Um, games actually, the South Korean team、um, prematurely celebrated what they thought was a victory,、oh. only to be overtaken by the Taipei China team by a mere zero point zero one seconds. Wow! So、right. they lost the go-、uh, gold medal, and this is what Huang Yuling, who led the comeback, said. He said, "I saw them celebrating, but I want to say, while you were celebrating, I was still fighting." So、mm. regardless. Of what other people are doing, regardless of what your rivals are doing, what you should do is just eyes on the game, eyes on the final point, and keep fighting, keep striving. That's how you treat problems. That's how you treat winning. That's how you treat setbacks, and that's how you treat, let's say, anything actually in your life. That is, you continue to strive. Actually, I've got a more than just one quote for today. More quotes <laughs> because I feel. Like、mm, this one is is quite hardcore, but sometimes in life we need something lighthearted. We need、mm-hmm. something that would give us the little nudge to, you know, hit the gym when you want to slouch in the couch with a potato chips, a bag of potato chips. So,、um, I'm going to also share you this quote.、Mm, this quote that is, I got 99 problems, but I'm going to the gym to ignore all of them. I don't sweat. I sparkle. Oh, ninety-nine <laughs> problems, and you don't tackle them head-on. Instead, you go to the gym and to sparkle. <laughs> to sparkle, because sometimes you also, while you need to、uh, take care of the problems quite urgently, you also need a strong body. You also need a healthy mind, and that is all you can. Get from sports games, from exercises, and that's why we love sports so much. Not only because it would push our boundaries during sports games, but but because they can also give us health and also give us happiness. And I think hit the gyms, guys. Stop watching sports on TV. Well, but if I have ninety nine problems on my mind, I wouldn't have that kind <laughs> of my you know mood to hit the gym. So I would say, you know, in the first place, when I'm listening to your quote,、um, go to,、uh, have ninety nine problems and hit the gym. 
Well, I think first of all, we need to solve at least one problem. <laughs> You're procrastinating by hitting the gym. Hitting the gym is always good, and procrastination is just a side effect.、Mm-hmm. But if anything,、uh, if you follow the Asian Games, you know it's about challenging yourself. You know it is about having the sound body for the、mm. sound mind, and. Uh, Uh, instead of being weighed down and destroyed by ninety-nine problems, perhaps、uh, you should take away the second bit of the problems and build your strength physically, and then you will have the strength to tackle these problems later on. Who knows? Maybe you will have an inspiration for all of them while you are sweating and sparkling, sparkling on the treadmill. There we go. That's all the time we have for today's discussion. Thank you for listening. And if you haven't heard enough of us, you remember you can find us. At、uh, Roundtable China or any podcast platform that you prefer. <laughs>